Amen. As I just invite the pastor to come forward, preach for you. 
Just let us all stand. Uh, let's just take the song. I love him. I love him. I love him. Lift your hands to the Lord. Say, I love him. I love him just because he first loved him. And purchase my salvation on Calvary. Do you love him, church, this morning? Sing it out. Love him. Don't you love him? Sing it out. Love him just because he first loved me well and purchased my salvation on Calvary. With every hand lifted up high, only believe, only believe. Well, only believe. Only believe. All things are possible. Only Yes, oh, every hand lifted up high. Jesus is here. We sing it. Jesus is Merciful Lord Jesus, yes, so it is, sir. Creator of heavens and earth, give off every good gift, the one that is precious to us. Father, because we were precious to you, 
until you step down from your glory to pay that ultimate price. We're so glad, Lord, that we are recipients of that grace. Where would we be, Lord, if it wasn't for you? Lord, we're so grateful that we are part and parcel of the commonwealth of God. It is by grace that we stand. And it is by grace that we will make it. Amazing grace. How sweet it sounds. That saved the wretched people such as us. Once we're lost. But now we are found. We hear your prophet saying, if you get to glory and you hear someone singing amazing grace, then know Brother Branham made it. Father, we feel the same this afternoon. That Lord, when we get over yonder and we begin to sing amazing grace, we would have made it by the same grace, Lord. Father, for we are promised that this is the hour where the headstone was to come down with shoutings grace, grace therefore Lord Father it's your grace and your mercy that is what has brought us this far we don't believe brought us this far so as to leave us here but we believe you brought us this far because you have a destined place for us Lord we are committing ourselves before you get glory to thyself Father as we yield ourselves even unto you Thank you, Lord, Father, for our Pastor Gideon, the helps and the governments, Father, that stand to make this church, Lord, Father God, to continue. Lord, may you bless them, Lord. We commit their efforts before you in Jesus Christ. name. Lord, as we come to this part of the word, may you begin it with us and help us as we go along the way. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. I want to greet you all in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. We are so glad to be here. We may be seated for a little bit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God bless you, saints. It's um, uh, our humble honor to be here with you because of the wedding. But God has always got a plan that is bigger than what we think. So though we came for the wedding, uh, but uh, I believe that our being here is also part and parcel of the plan of God. Amen. How many uh, believe that? Amen. God richly bless you. I want to appreciate Pastor Gideon for the hospitality. He came and he picked us up from the airport. Amen. Amen. And our precious chauffeur. Amen. It's been very good. God bless you, our precious brother. Uh, very lovely brother. 
Amen. And I also want to appreciate the Lord for our brother, uh, Pastor Mayer. Amen. We have uh, spoken over the phone. We have chatted over WhatsApp. We have spoken about him visiting us. We have spoken about him visiting us. Amen. And um, uh, about two or so months ago, I then told him that uh, there was a possibility of me being in uh, Uganda. And he says, yeah, maybe if the Lord will permit, we can uh, meet. So when I was coming, I invited him and I said, if we can meet in Kampala, he's a busy man. But we're so glad that... Uh, the Lord could allow him to put the schedule aside that we can just come and fellowship. So God bless you, Amen. And God bless all the pastors that are here present. Amen. Now I don't know whether any of these things is, is working. If it is not, it's, it's, it's okay. Uh, I don't know whether there is anything that is meant to be working. Amen. If it is not, it's, it's all good. Praise the Lord. Amen. Seems to be some uh, fire on there. If you don't mind just pulling the pulpit a bit back. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Amen. Uh, not um, the right size, but I think it will be just good enough for those that can see it. Amen. I'm so used to preaching with this. And uh, somebody says, why? Let me just read this quotation out of the Revelation chapter 4, the Revelation series. The prophet of God says, You know, I wish we just had now until about March or April. Just to put, just to put a great big canvas across the back here. Screen, and um, back here and just come down in daytime and draw out those pictures and e, the whole chart. E, ano, tulabe, yafeneno, and raise them up and down like window sheds. You e, know? So the prophet had this desire that in his church he wanted to put a, ba a big great canvas and then he would draw the pictures that he was teaching on. This was during the time of the Revelation series. And he said then I would pull down one shed and pull down another. He says like I've always dreamed sometime of having a great big tabernacle somewhere where I could reach down and pull this chart down. Come across the platform 
and revelations and the interpretations the Lord has given me and take a pointer Amen. and start through there and bring those ages down. Then when we get through with that, raise that one up, pull the other one down, like this and start on that, and teach it through. Oh, that will just be like a little heaven, wouldn't it? The prophet had this desire that he would have a big canvas at the back and then he would be changing the screen. he says I'll take my pointer and I'll just be pointing and you know changing the shade but thank God for technology amen we don't need a canvas now but we just need windows program Amen. So that we can just change the screens. Amen. So we are still in the message after all. Amen. Shall we stand for the reading of the Amen. In the book of Matthew chapter 20. Amen. I'm going to read from verse number 20. Then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with his sons worshipping him and desiring a certain thing of him. And he said unto her, What wilt thou? She saith unto him, Grant that these my two sons may sit, the one on the right hand and the other on the left, in thy kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, You know not what you ask. Are you able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of? And to be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with. They say unto him, We are able. And he saith unto them, Ye shall drink indeed of my cup. And be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with. But will sit on my right hand and on my left. Is not mine to give. But it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared of my father. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. We've come to that part, Lord, that we cannot do. For it takes you and you alone. Father, I pray that you can come and break the bread of life for us. Lord, we pray that you can take over. We pray that you can speak to your people. We pray, Lord, Father, that you can give us a context out of this text. We'll be careful in all to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. For you deserve it, Lord. 
Father, come at this time. And may you help our feeble efforts. For without you, we can do nothing. But with you, we can do all things. As it is written in your holy scriptures. Have your own way. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. We may be seated. Amen. I want to take a title. Amen. And I want to speak on candidates for Sister Zebedee's desire. Amen. Candidates for Sister Zebedee's desire. Amen. I like this sister. Amen. Amen. Now who is Sister Zebedee? Sister Zebedee was the wife of a brother Zebedee. That's why I call her Sister Zebedee. Amen. Because the scripture says, Amen. Then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children. With her sons worshipping him. And desiring a certain thing of him. Amen. Mm. So this sister was the wife of Brother Zebedee. But this sister had some certain characteristics that I like. She was a very ambitious sister. She was spiritually ambitious. God give us some people that are spiritually ambitious. Amen. This sister was spiritually ambitious. But she was ambitious for her children. Amen. Until she came to the Lord Jesus. Desiring a certain thing. But the desire that Sister Zebedee had. was such a deep desire. Amen. Until the Lord Jesus Christ. In verse number 22. He answered her. And he said. You know not what you ask. In other words, she had gone so deep in the way that she asked until she herself did not even realize how deep a request she had given. And the Lord Jesus Christ says, you don't even know what you are asking. This that you are asking is such a deep request until you have gone beyond what you as an individual can ever imagine. Hallelujah. It was such a deep request. Praise God. Amen. Then we find in verse 23. Amen. And he saith unto them. 
You shall drink indeed of my cup. And be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized. But to sit on my right hand. And on my left. Is not mine to give. But it shall be given. To them. For whom it is prepared. Oh, I like this. So, though Sister Desire, Sister Zebedee's desire could not be granted. But the Lord Jesus Christ said, There is a certain people for who this is prepared. For. So, what you are desiring, yes, is not for me to give. But there is a people, oh, I like this, for who it is prepared. Amen. So, yes, it's a desire. And you have that desire, Sister Zebedee. But I cannot grant it. But there is coming a people. There is going to be a group of people. There is going to be some candidates. To who this is prepared. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The desire and the request was so deep. It was so deep that it created some tensions. It was too ambitious. Until when the other disciples heard her speak. The Bible actually says in verse 24. And when the turn heard it. They were moved with indignation. They were moved with indignation against the two brethren. Because the mother had requested something so high. But Jesus called them, called unto them and said, You know that the princes of the Gentile exercise dominion over them. And they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you. But whosoever will be great among you. Let him be your minister. And whosoever will be chief among you. Let him be your servant. Even as the son of man came not to be ministered unto but to minister. Amen. So he is saying now that what you are looking at here is not the principles of the kingdoms of this world. Because in this world, the great one is the one that is ministered unto. The kingdom of God, the great one is the one that actually ministers unto them. He becomes the servant unto 
these disciples they were looking at this as if it was politics but Jesus said this is not politics this is not about party position this is not about political position this is about a heavenly kingdom he that is great among you he is the one that shall be the minister among you. What was Jesus teaching us? He was teaching us humility. Amen. And the prophet of God says hallelujah greatness I'm going to say something here. Greatness humiliates itself. Great humbles itself. Greatness. Greatness humiliates itself. Greatness humbles itself. And the prophet in the message, how can I overcome? My apologies. I'm so used to preaching with the projector so I expect the people to read the title and the paragraphs and everything on the screen. Amen. So if you want to follow the quotations that's why I normally put them there. But I'll make sure that I leave the slides so that you can have the quotations. In the message, how can I overcome? He says, I've had the privilege of getting, meeting some great men. And it's these guys that got a change of clothes. And 50 cents in their pocket. To Toronto. That's the guy that thinks he's something. When he is nothing. Amen. Mm. But I stood by great men. Mean great men. With ragged sleeves cuffs. With? With ragged sleeves cuffs. With, with shirts that are ragged. Amen. They make you think you are the great person. So the great men of this world they make you think that you are the greatest man that is around. Our Lord Jesus Christ when he came down from glory he was the king of kings. He was the lord of lords. He was the creator of heaven. But yet when he was walking on the sands of Galilee he was so humble until they could not tell this was the creator until they took him and they nailed him to the cross they spit at him but he remained humble on the last supper he took a dish and he took a towel and he started cleaning the feet of the disciples. Greatness humbles itself to be like Jesus. To be like Jesus all through life's journey from earth to glory. All I want is to be like him. Greatness 
humbles itself. Can you say amen? Amen. The prophet says, greatness. Amen. Humiliates itself. Amen. He says, don't forget that. Church, greatness is expressed in humility. What fine you can be. Then he drops in something. And he says, I don't mean dirty now. I mean humble in spirit. I, I don't mean you get out. Go to go wash and clean up. That you should do. You know that. But I'm talking about humility. Genuine humility. Not something that is put on. Something that is real. That's real humility. So the prophet says true humility is not so much of the way that you dress. He says don't get dirty and think you are being humble. Go but he says, I'm talking about humility. Humility in the spirit. Humility in the nature of a believer. That when you look at the believer, you know there goes a humble believer. The spirit is humble. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me come back to Sister Zebedee's desire. Amen. Now, Sister Zebedee, she wanted a place for her sons in the kingdom of God. Because she said, when you come into your kingdom, grant that one will sit on your right and the other on your left. So she was looking for a position for her sons in the kingdom of God. But let me say church. There are things that you can get by request. And there are things that you cannot get by request. What do I mean? The Holy Ghost. You can receive it by request. You can pray. You can hunger and you can thirst. And you can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So you can ask God for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And because it's a promise of God, He will fill you with the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost makes you a son of God. But let me say, to move from being an ordinary son, to move from being an ordinary son, to becoming an adopted son, it does not come by request. Let me say that again. To move from being an ordinary son to becoming an adopted son does not come by request. Because your adoption is determined by your character. Your character is what determines your adoption. And character is not a gift. But character is a victory. Let me say that again. Character 
Empisa is not a gift. Sichirabo. But character Empisa is a victory. You've got to be victorious in order to have a good character. Adoption, which is the placing of a son, which is the positioning of a son, it comes by victory. So what Sister Zebedee was looking for was something that will come by a victory. It would not come by request because she was looking for a position in the kingdom of God and position comes by overcoming you will overcome before you get a position hallelujah and Jesus answering he said your request I'm not going to be able to grant it because it will be granted only after there is a victory without overcoming we cannot talk about this position let me bring you to scripture position church is only for overcomers Revelations chapter 2 in verse number 26 in the church ages Amen the word of God says and he that overcometh and keepeth my works to him will I give power over the nation who is going to get power over nations? It is he that overcomes. So there is got to be an overcoming before you can have the power over the nations. Why? Because power without character is satanic. So you've got to have character in order for you to be given the power. Are you with me this afternoon? Revelations chapter 3 verse 21 the Bible says to him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne even as I also overcame even as I also overcame and I'm set down with my father and in his throne. Watch, this is only given to the overcomer. So position is only for an overcomer. Can we establish this fact, church? Position is only to the overcomer. God is not in the business of just dishing, dishing out position. God will only give a position to the one that overcomes. You want a position in God? You got to overcome. Without overcoming, there is no position. Man, what is an overcomer? Amen. Mm. Let's get it from the prophet. The prophet of God says, Overcome means to stand the test. Hallelujah. Amen. 
overcome means to stand the test. That's right. Like all the saints did. Like Jesus did. Amidst of all of his enemies. He stood the test. Everything he was tested against. He stood it. In the very face of sickness. And him being Messiah. He healed them. In the face of death. He brought it back to life. In the face of Calvary. His own death. He defeated it. By surrendering himself. Why? By the word said you destroy this temple. I'll raise it up in three days. The word said so. See? And in the presence of death, he defeated it. He overcame death. In the presence of hell, he defeated hell. And he overcame hell. He defeated hell. He overcame hell. Yes. In the presence of the grave. He overcame the grave. Why? All oh, by the words and humility. Oh my, there is the real man. There is the real man. There is the one to make your example. He defeated everything. He overcame it. And to be like Jesus. That's our desire. What is our desire? He is to overcome. He is to defeat. Let me say to you this afternoon. You are born to overcome. You are born to overcome. I don't care what you are going through. You gotta overcome it. I don't care what your problem is. You gotta overcome it. I don't care how much the devil is right. You gotta overcome it. You are born to overcome. You are born to take control. Whatever the situation is, you got to overcome it. Yeah, man. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Someone says, oh, it is too heavy for me. Let me tell you something, church. God does not allow a temptation to come to you that is above that you are able to bear. With the temptation, also make a way of his life. God will not tempt you above that you are Before God allows the temptation, he first measures the and he measures your capacity. And when he measures your capacity, he says you can handle it. When God allows the temptation, because you already know that within you, within you, is the ability to overcome. Or oh, let me tell you this afternoon, you can overcome. You can overcome. You can overcome the you can overcome the trials. You can overcome the battles. Are you with me? I'm going to say it until you believe it. 
You can overcome Because you have already made it You are born with the capacity Oh glory Hallelujah Hallelujah the ability to rise out of your situation is already locked within you. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Remember the story of the little eagle that was born in a chicken pan. It grew thinking I'm a chicken. It was walking among the chickens. But one day Mama Eagle came and Mama Eagle screamed You are not a chicken. You are an eagle. You are not a chicken. You are an eagle. You are not a chicken. You are an eagle. Yeah, man. Mm. And the little eagle said, Mama, Mama, where am I going to get the power? Mama, Mama eagle said, Mama, the power is already within Mama. you. Flap those wings. Flap those wings. The power is already within you. Flap those wings. You can take off. Oh, you are an eagle. You are an eagle. Flap those wings. You can rise. You can overcome. You shall overcome. You shall overcome. You shall overcome. The devil is under your feet. Amen. He's under our feet. He's under our feet. Satan is under our feet. You can overcome. It. I like it that way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. The prophet of God says. Now. May the Lord add his blessings to the reading of his words. He was introducing the message possessing the enemy's gate. He says, now I, I, I like to take if it should be called a text. My subject this morning first is testing before promised gates. And the subject is possessing the enemy's gate. The prophet says, but before you possess the enemy's gates, there is a testing before the promised gates. You cannot possess the gate of an enemy unless there is a test to go before it first. That's the order of the things of God. Are you with me? The test produces the testimony. Without a test, there is no testimony. Because the testimony comes out of the test. So testing before possessing the gates. Are you with me? And what is to overcome? It is to stand the test. 
Hallelujah. Amen. He says here, Agamba wano. God had been testing the patriarch because he had given him a promise. And when God makes a promise, he wants to be sure that this person is worthy of the promise before he fulfills what he has said. Oh, are you with me? When God gives a promise, the prophet says he wants to be sure that the person is worthy of the promise before he gives the promise. That's why I said God is not in the business of dishing out promises. God wants you to overcome first before he gives the promise. Because the person has got to be worthy of the promise. Amen. Why does God operate this way? In the church ages, the prophet says, unless we suffer with him, we cannot reign with him. You have to suffer to reign. Amen. Let me read it again. You have to suffer to reign. The reason for this is that character simply is never made without suffering. Character is a victory. Or a gift. A man without character can reign because power apart from character is satanic. But power with character is fit to rule. Hallelujah. Amen. So God uses suffering in order to mold us into reigning character. Amen. Now this is rich. God uses suffering in order to mold us into reigning character. If you bypass the molding, you will attain a position without the character for the position. This is very simple. God will not give you wealth unless you sweat for it. You got to pray, you got to fast. You got to live the life, you got to be tested. Why? Because he's molding your character. If you come up that way, you will treasure what God has given you. Have you ever noticed that children of great business people who inherit their father's business. The moment the father dies, the business dies. Why? Because the son inherited something without working for it. And he did not know how to handle it. And therefore it folded. Now God is not a poor investor. 
That's what the prophet says in the message investment. God is not a poor investor. He is not going to give you a position without molding your character first. When you go through the pains, when you go through the suffering, there is a character in you that is being molded. Can you say amen? Even according to the laws of adoption, a child to be adopted had to go through child training first. And only after the child has gone through child training and has been tested and has been tried and has stood the test, then the tutor would say, your child is ready for adoption. I have thrown this test at him. He overcame. I threw this test at him. She overcame. I tested him like this. He overcame. I tested her like this. She overcame. I think we ought to bring her to, a, to a, an adoption. Hallelujah. Man. And the tutor also says, your child is now just like a chip of the old block. He's just become like you. He talks like you. He works like you. He's as responsible as you are. He's ready to be given the checkbook. He has overcome. Then he's called to an adoption. Adoption is for overcomers. So God will not give you a position without your character being molded. Hallelujah. Amen. And nature does teach us that. Amen. Mm. The prophet of God gives us some examples of nature. He says, have you ever, do you think, they could find a better way for a chicken to be born. Out of the shell. I just wonder if you could find any better way. No sir. He is born with a little peep on the end of his little bill. And every time his little head nods back and forth. Amen. And the prophet dramatizes it. He says as it is nodding his big belly, his head back and forth. It is saying, Amen. 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 He scratches that shell till he scratches himself out. Yes, sir. You will never find a better way. Because that is God's provided way. Are you with me, church? The prophet is giving us the example of a chick in a shell. It is getting ready to come out of the shell. And the prophet says, it's going to chip its head. And as it chips itself, it is saying, Amen. 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 
Amina. 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 Amen. And as it is doing that, he is saying, Yes, this is God's provided way. This is God's provided way. This is God's provided way. And somewhere along the way, the shell breaks open. Let me say to you this afternoon when you are in problems and you listen to the word, and you say, Amen. 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 I might be in problems, but it's God's provided way. I might be in a situation, but it's God's provided way. Amen. I shall overcome. Amen. I shall be victorious. Amen. I'm coming out of it. And as you say, Amen, the walls of your problem, the walls of your sickness, the walls of your poverty, they gotta break open. Amen. 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 When they went around Jericho's walls, God said to, he, to them, first day, quiet. Second day, quiet. Seventh day, seventh time, shout. And as they shouted, the walls of Jericho, they came tumbling down. As you say, Amen. Amen. Let the walls of your Jericho come tumbling down. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When you have a revelation, you can thank God for every situation. Amen. He says, now, what if he had the little peep on his beard? And you say, poor little cheeky. You know, I'm going to get a better way for you. I'm just going to crack the shell. And pick you out. It would kill him. That's right. He would die. He wouldn't leave. He has got to do that in order to build his strength. Enough to receive the air. And things when he comes out. What is the prophet saying? The prophet is telling us that this little God's provided way. Amen. It is God's way for this little thing to build strength enough to receive the air. If it bypasses that, it will not have the strength to breathe when it comes out. It will not be able to feed itself. So the suffering is putting strength inside the chest. Whilst it is still in the shell. Oh, I love this. You have seen little birds and chickens. And as he knows his little head, he scratches that egg back and forth until he peeps his way out. If you take that as an example, or in your way of making a point, that's God's way for a Christian to Not walk up to the altar. Pardon. Not walk up to the altar and give a man your right hand. 
and put your name on the book. No but get down there. And peep and cry. No and beg and plead. Until God gives you strength. Then you come forth out of the shell of the world. You want to be born again. Every birth is a mess. You got to cry your way out. You got to pray your way through. You got to come to the own night. You got to see God. Until he takes the world out of you. Every birth is a mess. No better way for a child to be born into the kingdom of God. No better way for a chick to be born out of the shell. Only one God's provided way. A way of suffering. Amen. Can you say amen? He gives us another example of darks. Amen. And geese. He says, they have never found a way for ducks and geese to get ready to come forth. To come south from, from the north. Than God's provided way for them. What if you say, well, now? I'll tell you what. We'll make a better way for them. We'll head them all into a coup. And take them up in a coup. Put them in a little chicken coop. This is, you know, a, a, a chicken pan. Or make it a, a dark coop. Or a goose coop, whatever. To do it and put them into that. And then take them up there. You think that would be a better way? Oh, we can give them, or oh, I tell you, we could feed them better along the road. And the prophet says, no, you couldn't. Amen. Mm. So what he's saying is, you know, the migratory birds. In the regions, in the worlds where it is cold. There is a certain time of the year where they have to move from where it is going to be cold and go to where it is warm. And God has given them a mechanism to know that winter is coming. And when they know that winter is coming, then God gives them a way to travel. But they have to fly themselves. But the prophet is saying, what if you came and you say, let's make a cage for them. And let's put them in a big car. And let's drive them down. And somewhere along the way, we stop the car, we feed them. He said it will never work. Why will it never work? Because the prophet says, somewhere along the way, there is such grain that's in the ponds and in the fields weeds and things that they have to get 
In order to give them strength. What they are when they get there. If they didn't get that, they wouldn't be. They couldn't raise their young ones. They wouldn't be genuine ducks. Look at God's provided way. He makes the ducks to fly. Because he knows along the way there is a field with a specific grain. There is a pond with a specific weed that the duck has to eat that in order to give it the nutrients to be able to go and give birth and bring out its little ones. If you feed them with chicken mesh not have those nutrients. But God has put an instinct in them that they know what field to come down on. They know what pond to drink from. They know what weed to eat. And that gives them the strength to be able to bear the children and to raise them up. Hallelujah. And the prophet also says, neither can you choose them a better route to go. You can never choose a better route for them. Better? Amen. Amen. In the south they call it root, in the north they call it Route, whatever way you want Anga to call it. But the prophet calls it route. Kubo. He says, you will never be able to choose a better route for them. Hallelujah. It is God's provided way for them to get to where they are supposed to go. Can I give another example? I am talking about overcoming. You've got to overcome first. Matthew chapter 6. gives us another example. And this example is an example of a lily. The Bible says. And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field. How they grow. They toil not. Neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you. That Solomon. In all his glory. Was not arrayed. Like one of these. A lily. Is a very beautiful flower. Amen. And the Bible says. Solomon. The richest king that ever lived. He was not dressed like a lily. But what is the process of a lily? Before the lily comes on the surface, it has got to go through a suffering. And the prophet tells us about it. He says, like the lily, he is above the darkness of the mud. He is above the darkness of the muddy waters. He is in the light. 
reflecting the beauty that was put in him before he left the mud. Oh, are you catching it, church? The lily, the beauty that it displays, the beauty that the Bible talks about, that beauty was put into the lily when the lily was yet in the mud. But the lily's got to fight. The first thing the lily's got to do is got to come out of its seed shell. The next thing the lily's got to do is got to fight the muddy waters. It's got to fight the muddy waters. It's got to fight the muddy waters. And as it fights the muddy waters, it is saying, I believe I can come out of this. I believe I can and rise out of the smart. I believe there is a glory. There is a shining power. There is an array that is within me. It is locked within me. And I'm coming out of this problem. The prophet says, oh, I feel, he says now, I feel like shouting. What was in there by God at the beginning it pressed its way through overcome it overcome the shell it overcome the mud it overcome the waters it overcome everything and was an overcomer and reflected the beauty and glory of God and then the prophet calls the lily Pastor Lili. Pastor Lili. The Lili had to struggle. But he knew I am a pastor. I have a message to preach. But the message I will preach. I cannot preach it when I am in the mud. I got to overcome the mud. I got to overcome the dirty waters. I am struggling my way out. One you shall see what is in me. You shall see the beauty. That God invested in me. Let me speak to a Pastor Lily here. Let me speak to a Reverend Lily. There is a capacity that God invested in you. There is an ability that God invested in you. There is a ministry that God invested in you. But God wants you to overcome the mud that you are coming out of. The mud that you are growing out of. But keep on fighting. Keep on fighting. Inside of you, you shall shine. Like a true lily. You shall shine. And be above the world. Keep on struggling. Where am I speaking to somebody? You shall overcome. Am I speaking to somebody? There is something in you that God wants to come out. There is a ministry in you that God wants to produce. There is an overcoming in you. God wants you to produce. You shall overcome. Come on, Lily. Come on, Lily. Somebody say, I feel it. I feel it within me. I feel it within me. It does not yet appear. 
It does not yet appear what I shall be. But I know that when he shall appear, I shall be like him. Yes, don't judge me yet. I'm not yet where I am to be. I'm still at work that is in progress. I am a worker that is in progress. But watch me when God has finished with me. He's molding me. He's shaping me. He's building me. He's producing a character. But when I reach my goal, watch what I shall be. I shall be like him. Reverend Lily, come on, struggle yourself out. Reverend Lily, struggle yourself out. Come out of that. Of that situation, Reverend Lily, you can overcome. You can overcome. I believe it. I believe it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let me tell you. There is a season of struggling. There is. There is a season uh, of struggling. But your struggles cannot last forever. Morning may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. There is a morning that is coming your way. There is a morning that is coming your way. It cannot always be night. You can't live in darkness always. You can't live in struggles always. There is an hour when God says, Let the sun rise. Let the sun rise. Sunrise. Let there be light. Let there be light. Give the believer's life. You can struggle forever. There is an hour. There is struggles. Must end. Reverend Lily. You can come out of it. Sister Lily. Sister Lily. You can come out of it. Keep pressing the bell. Keep pressing the bell. Almost there. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Glory. The prophet says, that's Every believer does. Are you with me? That's the way every believer does. That's the way Noah did. That's the way Lord did. That's the way. Look what a mess he was in. That's the way Moses did. That's the way Joshua did. 
That's the way Daniel did. That's the way Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. That's the way John the Baptist did. That's the way Zacharias did. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. That's that way Simeon. That's the way that Anna. Every one of them did. They overcome the mud. That was that they was around. They packed it into them. Tuck their head above the thing and shine for the glory of God. That's what a real Christian does. That's the way of a true Christian. That's the way our pastor did it. That's the way Brother Maria did it. Every one of us, you gotta struggle in order to stand. That's the way every believer, that's the way you must do it. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Hallelujah! Why the lily? Because even our Lord Jesus Christ, he was called the lily of the valley. Amen. He was called the lily of the valley. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you tired? Mukoye. Can I preach some more? neyongere. I said to the pastor, we'll just have one long service. Amen. Amen. So we'll just preach the two services in one. Amen. Amen. So can we still preach in here? He was the lily of the valley. The bright and the morning star. And as a lily, Jesus had to fight. In Isaiah, chapter 53, the Bible says, For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He was in a worse position than the lily. The lily was in mud. The mud was soft. But Jesus, he was like a root out of a dry ground. Before you even plant, you are supposed to break up the ground. That's why the Bible says break up your furrow ground because your roots need to have some soft ground. But Jesus he was a root out of a dry ground but yet coming out of a dry ground he fought his way. He rose up. He was rejected. He was, he was despised. He was a man of sorrows. He was acquainted with grief. But yet, he overcame. He overcame. Oh, to be like Jesus. Oh, to be like Jesus. He overcame. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. 
overcame that you can overcome. He overcame every situation. He defeated sickness. He defeated death. He defeated Calvary. He defeated hell. He defeated the grave. He overcame. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Man. And Hebrews 8 says Now Of the things which we have spoken This is the sum We have such a high priest Who is set On the right hand Of the throne Of the majesty of the heavens Hallelujah Amen who remembers my title? Candidates for Sister desire. I'm getting to it now. Amen. He says he overcame. And when he overcame, he sat where? On the right hand of the throne of the majesty. What was Sister Zebedee's desire? That when you get in your kingdom, may one sit on the right and another on the left. But Jesus overcame. And when he overcame, where did he sit? On the right. Right. Why? Because he overcame. Hallelujah. Then Revelation chapter 3 says, To him that overcome, will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame. And I sat down with my father in his throne. Yeah, so Jesus overcame and he sat at the right hand in the throne of the Father. But the believer in Revelation 3.21 he that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne. Which throne? The one that he overcame and sat with. Where did he sit? On the right hand of the Father's throne. But he that overcome will I grant to sit with me? Where? On the right hand. Are you following me? Are you following me? And the prophet says, What? Watch what the overcomer is promised. See, Laodicea, that's the last church age. There's going to be some overcomers in there. Watch here. Remember, each church age, the one preceding it, it inherits all that the other ones have, all the other ones offered. So he says when one church age comes The ones that are in that church age that overcome They get everything that was in the previous age Plus what is in their own age 
So in the seventh church age, we get what they got in Ephesus. We get what they got in Smyrna. On down through until to Philadelphia. Hallelujah. Amen. We get every one of their promises. So the reward for the seventh age believer is a sevenfold reward. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He says here, watch this last church age. Revelation 3.21 To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne even as I also overcome and I'm set down with my father in his throne. He that is an ear let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. Then the prophet says, There is a reward for overcomers. There is a reward for overcomers. Then he says, Press on, Lily. If it's in you, lay aside the mud. And everything else. And press towards the top. Yes, sir. To sit with me in my throne. Can I speak to Lily? Press on, Lily. Press on, Lily. Press towards what? Press towards the top. Press towards the top. What is the top? To sit with me in my throne. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, now I'm getting to Sister Zebedee's desire. Are you ready for it? I'm getting to Sister Zebedee's desire. Let me borrow the prophet's words. The prophet says, Now, you, now put on your spiritual thinking. Take off the whole bonnet and put on your spiritual thinking now. Because here comes something. Here comes something. Thank you. Put on your spiritual thinking cap. Because here comes something. Tell your neighbor, put on your spiritual thinking. Are you ready for Sister Zebedee's desire? Are you ready for Sister Zebedee's desire? Can you say amen? Amen is ready for it. Are you ready for Sister Zebedee's desire? Hallelujah. Man. The prophet says, You know, one time, the mother of James and John, who are Sister Zebedee. We won't have time to read it. But we had time to read it. The mother of James and John came and asked for this place. You know that, remember that. How many remember it? She came and she asked for this place. Lord, let my son set one side. And my other son, my other son, sat on the no other side. Lala. There is a mother's desire for her sons. But watch. That 
place Jesus said was predestinated this position was not in existence at that time why? Notice it will be granted to them for whom it is meant. What? The one to sit at the right hand and the other closest to him was yet an overcomer. See? It was still I don't grant this. I can't grant this. But it will be given after the trial comes. Amen. Amen. I can't give this. But after the trial comes, they will sit on the right hand and on the left hand. Then he says, there is a predestinated sea waiting out yonder for that it will be given to the ones that is promised to. It will be given there. But the test hasn't come yet. He hasn't overcome yet. So sister Zebedee's desire it was reserved for a certain group of people. It was not for that time. So what Sister Zebedi asked for was too deep. That's why Jesus says, you know not what you are asking. It is beyond your age. It is beyond your time. It is beyond your dispensation. But there is a group of people that are coming. There is a predestinated seed for who it is meant for. Who are these people? Who are these people? He says the person that was to take this place on one side and another one to take it on the other side next to him in the kingdom it wasn't yet given see that overcome the test hadn't failed yet it will fall in the future so sister Zebedee what you are talking about now it is to come much later you know not what you are asking he says those who overcome what I am rich I have need of nothing. I have all. Oh, I am this and all. Oh, I am that. I am the bride. I am this. I have need of nothing. And don't know that you are naked. Blind. So who are to overcome? Overcome what? Overcome the Laodicean age. Because this is the message to the Laodicean. He says, see that deceiving age that I said it's not like them that had their heads cut off back yonder. It's not like them that they had their heads chopped off. To get the white stone. Not those who died under martyrdom and bent with stacks. 
and things like that. Who won the crown? But it's this deceiving age now. That think they are everything. So when do the candidates for Sister Zebedee's desire appear? In the Laodicean church age. So what Sister Zebedee was asking was to come in the Laodicean church age. And the prophet said he said I can't grant this but it will be given after the trial comes. Amen. See, I can't give this. But after the trial comes, they will sit on the right hand and on the left hand. There is a predestinated seed waiting out yonder for that. It will be given to the ones that is promised to. So there was a predestinated seed. There was a people that had to come at a certain hour. And that hour was within the Laodicean church age. But let me say church. Let me say church. Promises of God. There must come an hour where they must be fulfilled. We cannot always talk of a promise. We cannot always procrastinate promises. There is going to come an hour when the promises have got to be fulfilled. So the promise of Sister Zebedee's desire has got to be fulfilled. Now let me say that promise it started being fulfilled. Modern events, modern events can only be made clear by prophecy. The hour for the fulfillment of Sister Zebedee's desire it arrived. It arrived. Somebody say, when did it arrive? Let me say this afternoon. It arrived. 1963. Hallelujah. In 1963, the Bible is getting fulfilled because the Bible says in Revelation chapter 10, and I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head and his face was as it were the sun and his feet as pillars of fire and he had in his right hand a little book open. What was in that little book? The book. It had names. Because this was the book of redemption. Are you with me? The little book that was open was the book of redemption. And that book of redemption it had names. Let me say the names that were in the book were the candidates of Sister Zebedee's desire. Is now about to come. The people that are to be called to Sister Zebedee's desire. It is roll call time. The prophet says in the preach message. When he took the book, glory. He opened the book, tore off the seals, and sent it down to the earth. 
Kunsi, to his seventh angel e to reveal it to his people there you are yao, oh my wai, that's what the prophet says and I also say nang, oh my what a time what an hour what an age what a generation the candidates for Sister Zebedee's desire are now being called. They say 1963. 1963. Revelations 10 was now fulfilled. But that's why I needed my projector. Revelations 10. There appeared a, 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 an angel. A mighty angel with a cloud over his head. Modern events are made clear by prophecy. Let me tell you, church, there is a certain group that wants to take away this cloud out of the message. You can't take it out of the message because it's part of the message. This is Revelation 10. This is the fulfillment of Revelation 10. So I still believe it. The angel of God, Jesus Christ, stepping down from glory. Hallelujah. Stepping down from glory with a cloud over his head. As he stepped down with a cloud over his head, the Bible says he had a little book. He had a little book that was in his hand. Amen. I wish I could show it. But he had a little book in his hand. And that book was a book of redemption. It had a book that had some names. And as he stepped down with the book, but down here on earth, there was another angel. Look at the order. There is a mighty angel. But on earth, is a lesser angel. There is a lesser angel. His name is Malachi. There is a lesser angel. The mighty angel. He is in glory. A cloud over. And here on earth. There is a mighty angel. The messenger. Are you with me, church? And together with the messenger. There is a Laodicean age. That is that is dark that is filthy where someone has got to overcome the message to that Laodicean age nothing good is said about Laodicean there is nothing good in the message to the Laodiceans but God has a solution so God delivers the little book and he gives it to his messenger messenger now holds the book and when he holds the book he's got to proclaim the contents of the book what does he proclaim the 
contents of the book. He's got to preach a message. He's got to blast forth. When the seventh angel begins to blow his trumpet, the mystery of God shall be finished. Are you with me, church? Glory to God. Glory to God. What an hour we are living in. What an hour we are living in. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise be to God. And in that little book. Hallelujah. Amen. Then what does he do? He begins to blast forth a message. And as he blasts forth a message, as he blasts forth a message, as he blasts forth a message, there are some people that are in Laodicea. And the people that are in Laodicea, they begin to hear their names being called out. They begin to hear their names being called out. I hear my name being called out. I hear my name being called I hear my name being called out. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, give the Lord a hand of praise. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And as he's calling out these names, these were the names that were in the Lamb's Book of Life. These are the names of the ones that are coming to sit on the throne. These are the ones that are to receive the desire of Sister Zebedai. Amen. And the prophet says, the prophet says, and they some that's got their names written on the lamps of life. And when them seals are thrown open, they see their name there. And the Holy Spirit speaks to them. And they come. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I heard my name. I heard my name. I heard my name. Did you hear your name? When the seals were open, I heard my name. Loud and clear. I heard my name. My name was called. Your name was called. Your name is still being called. Do you hear your name? Do you hear your name? Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And the prophet says, You can't keep them away. No one can. No one can. You're coming anyhow. Because God is leading them. Like he did those birds. Like he did those sheep. Like he did the cattle. Like he did the ducks. 
Uganda, Uganda they can't stop you. Kampala, they can't stop you. Ancestral powers can't stop you. Denominations can't stop you. No one can stop you. You are coming anyhow. You are coming anyhow. Here I come. Here I come. Here I come. By the grace of God. Here I come. Here we are. By the grace of God. Here we are. Amen. Oh, this feels like heaven to me. This feels like heaven to me. I feel like shouting. I feel like praising. I feel like saying hallelujah. 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 Hosanna. 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 You can't be stopped. You are unstoppable. Amen. Oh, glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He says, Thou art God. Agamba. Some instincts that them animals have that they know they must get away. Some instincts in a believer in here that tells them Laodicea is about to be destroyed. The end of the world is coming. I must run with my life. I must hide my life in the blood of Jesus. I must hide my life in the message of the hour. I must hide my life in God's provided way. God's provided Way. For this hour is the message of Malaga. Is the message of William Marion Brown. We are not ashamed to say but so. It is the truth. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hallelujah. Amen. It is the truth. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? So as he blessed the message, the seals going forth, the message of the hour going forth, the gospel being preached, God sending forth his word, the gospel coming, names are called, and out of a dark Laodicea, here comes the white light, and the bride appears. And the bride appears Out of Laodicea The bride appears But let me say this Other candidates To sister Zebedee's desire Give the Lord a hand of praise Amen. Somebody say. Somebody say. The book 
somebody says. How do I hear my name? The prophet says the book doesn't say now like Levi is to be saved in time of this church age. Or whoever. No, it doesn't say that. It just shows the mystery. Unfolds the mystery of what the thing is. But we ourselves by faith believe it. That's what I said the other night. By faith when the mystery is unfolded you believe it. So there is a mystery that unfolds. The mystery does not say whisper Gwena. But the mystery just unfolds. Then when the mystery unfolds I hear my name. Now somebody says, where does that happen in the Bible? In the book of 1 Kings chapter 19. We read about the call of Elisha. Elijah was supposed to call Elisha. God said to Elijah, go and anoint Elisha to be in your place. So the Bible says, so he departed thence and he found Elisha, the son of shepherds, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him. And he, and he with the twelfth and Elijah passed by him and he cast his mantle upon him and he left the oxen and ran after Elijah oh I like this God said to, to Elijah go and call Elijah go and anoint Elijah Elijah goes to anoint Elijah but when he goes to anoint Elijah he doesn't say Elijah he just passes by way he and he smites him with his mantle and he carries on and when the mantle hits him Elisha leaves the oxen Elisha leaves the plow and he comes running after Elijah Elijah said now what have I done to you Elijah said I heard my name I heard my name I heard my name how did you hear your name when the mantle struck me I heard my name a mystery unfolded when the mystery unfolded it was my name are you with me are you with me when the mystery unfolded you hear your name. God bless you this afternoon. Did you hear your name? When the mystery unfolded, you heard your name. You heard your Glory to God. What was the mantle? The mantle was the word of God. It was the word of God. That mantle was the word of God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah! 
the word that Elijah came with to anoint Elijah was that mantle when he smote him the mystery unfolded and he said I've heard my name let me come to Laodicea the Bible says to him that overcomer will I grant to sit with me in my throne what are we to overcome the Bible says he that hath an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the church so who are the overcomers the overcomers are the ones that have an ear to hear what the spirit is saying to Laodicea put in another way the overcomers are the ones that have an ear to hear what the messenger they have overcome denominations they have overcome Roman Catholics they have overcome Methodists they have overcome Pentecost they have overcome Laodicea and they have heard the voice of the seventh angel and when they heard the voice of the seventh angel God says come in come in he that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne even as I also overcame and I'm set down with my father in his throne do you now know the candidates for sister secretaries I'm looking at them now. I'm looking at them now. God bless you. Candidates of Sister Zebedee's God bless you. Candidates of Sister Zebedee's desire. What Sister Zebedee was desiring back then. What Sister Zebedee was wanting back then. said, I cannot grant it. It is given to you. It is given to you. Oh, let's appreciate God. Let's thank God. Let's praise God. Let's magnify Him. I'm a candidate. 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 I give the Lord some praise. Come and thank Him. Worship Him. Appreciate Him. Magnify Him. Hallelujah. 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 I thank Him. I appreciate Him. Magnify Him. Glory. Honor to Amen. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Shake the hand of somebody. And say, God bless you. Candidates. 
Kwa sister Zebedayo Kwa sister Zebedayo you shall sit. You shall sit. You shall sit. On the throne. You shall sit. On the right hand. On the left hand. Quiet and listen. The Bible says, Sister Zebedee, she came to him worshipping with a desire. She came to him worshipping with a desire. And my question this afternoon is what about you that have now received the desire if the one that came to request came worshipping what about the ones that have received the desire what better worship for to come out of us worship God worship God worship him worship him worship him he is the king of kings he is the lord of lords he is the mighty God Worship him. Worship him. He deserves the worship. Oh, that's not enough worship. That's not enough worship. That's not enough worship. Worship him, somebody. I magnify your name. I glorify your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Worthy. 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 He's the lamp. Yeah, man. Hallelujah. Worthy. Worthy is the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, to Christmas. Worthy. Asani day is the Lord God Almighty. Worthy Asani day is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, the Great I Am, El Shaddai, El Shaddai, Hallelujah, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Tzidkenu, the Lord our Righteousness, Worthy. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me read this last quotation. The Kansomokunokola Kunokusembayo. But he that overcometh. Hallelujah. He that overcometh. He that overcomes all those. 
worldly things of this age what will they do all will set with him on his throne. We will go in the rapture when he comes. Oh my. What do I care then? What should we care? What the world says. What should we care? What anybody else says. The great Holy Spirit is among us. His pillar of fire leads us. Leads us. Word is vindicated before us. His love in our hearts. The world is in the back. We are past. We are past from death unto life. God bless you, church. God bless you, church. Until we see you again. If I don't see you here, I'll see you in the rapture. I'll see you in the rapture. If we don't meet here, we will meet again some morning between six and nine when we step into the rapture. Worship in somebody. Worship in somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. Amen. Hallelujah, worship him somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. His word is here right now. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Declaring the word of the Lord. Yes, and these are the days of his servant. Moses, righteousness being restored. Yes, and these are the days of great trials, of darkness and darkness and strife. Yes, and we are the laborers in your vineyard, declaring the word. Oh, come on, bright say, behold, he comes. Yeah. Shining like the sun, hear the trumpet call. Lift your voice, the year of jubilee. How's I tell salvation? Days of Elijah declaring the word of the Lord. Yeah, and these are the days of your servant Elijah. Righteousness being restored. Well, and these are the days of great trial of famine and darkness and swore and still, still in the voice in the desert. Crying, prepare. Oh, come on, somebody! Behold, come! 
and kindness and the amazing grace. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done for us in this, in this generation. Lord, Sister Zabidi, they wanted to have it for her son. But here we are. We've been given it. When we did not seek it, when we did not ask for it, for you have given it, Lord. When you said, He that overcome, I will make to sit with me in my throne. And Lord, you have called us. From that open book, we've heard our names. And we've been called as the overcomers of this age. We know that no matter what the devil will do, 
matter what he's planning he has nothing enough in hell to stop us because he cannot fail your plan oh we are so grateful Lord thank you Lord God for reminding us of our inheritance in this hour. Oh, give us grace, Lord, to be faithful. Take all the world out of us and have full preeminence in us. Take full preeminence. In our life, Lord, is my prayer. Lord, I pray for each and every individual. You know every individual's need. And you are able to meet those needs. Father, may you meet those needs. Those that have pain in their bodies. Please, Lord, take it away from them. For you paid for them the cross of Calvary. That they will be free. Let them receive that freedom that you paid for them. Those who lack, those who have debts, may you provide to them. Those who are hungry for more of you. Those that are seeking to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Please may you remember them. And may you fail them, Lord God. Grant it our Father. Lord, we commit the journey of our brother Joseph and his dear wife. Oh, how they have been a blessing to us since yesterday up to today. And when they are leaving this place to the airport and from the airport to fly back and from the airport there to their home, may you be with them, Lord God. Give them journeys. Remove every trap that the devil could have laid in their way. And give them safe of trouble. And even when a precious pastor brother whisper when he's traveling back tomorrow with his dear wife give them journey mercies. May you continue to use him Lord to be a blessing to your bride. We appreciate, Lord, the way you have used him, Lord, to bless us, that he has been an obedient vessel that has yielded to your spirit to use him. We give you all the glory and all the honor. For we know it's not a man. It is you who has been speaking through a verse of clay. So we thank you, Father. Bless each and every person here when we shall be living here that we will go with your mercies and with your grace.
in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask you prayer.